the time we come to a stadium, it's only going to be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You lose. You Back in. Tuesday edition of the program, 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Brett Rippin comes here, he's doing that little wavy, choppy, I'm going to do, uh, got my arms up in the air, I'm going to do karate chops, little uh, stretch he's doing, a little backwards, now he's doing a backwards version of that, karate chop, 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 uh, chop, 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 that's, uh, looks kind of funny, and then he's going to do his little stretch dance, which um, he's pretty good at. Could go on Dancing with the Stars, probably, if this whole thing doesn't work out. Uh, I think I'd rather have Brett Rippon than Josh Johnson as my backup quarterback. I've decided. Because I don't think there's a lot of separation from the – I might have hurt my pinky finger from with throwing, having a catch with Nate Jackson, who used to play quarterback and threw it kind of hard. He's, I didn't drop it or anything. I looked like I knew what I was doing. He said I had natural arm talent. I appreciated that. Um, but I'm gonna hurt my pinky. <laughs> he was uh, he had a little extra mustard on the throw, huh? Yeah, he used to play. He was like, I still would be playing right now if I would have played quarterback. He played quarterback and as a sophomore, he said he throws it nice, like over the top. But he was throwing it hard. Then he's a receiver, so he's like used to throwing and catching hard. So um, Sierra's and Russell Wilson's children are making their way onto the field. There's future, little future. Did you see her doing the Let's Ride uh, a couple yeah. days ago? With the fans? Yeah. Love that. <laughs> That's it right there. Damn, that le- this Let's Ride has become a phenomenon kind of, I think. You know, it's like everybody's doing it. Um, Brandon Marshall did it, yeah, when he was here over the weekend. Um, the receiver, Brandon Marshall. I mean, everybody on planet Earth is, is doing it. Let's Ride. He's, they got really- <laughs> That's it right there. He's like, you're doing it all sexy. He's like, she's doing it all sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, easy. Easy, Russ. Easy, Russ. Um, um, we do have a couple texts here on, on the text line. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, uh, let's hear yeah, it. So this is from NDC Danny. He says, smallest signal with the biggest truck, hashtag does size matter. <laughs> uh, n- not these days, because Mile High Sports isn't just – my online sports radio you know we're, our website is just the truth it's it's gigantic it is it is the best in in the game okay and then we've seen the magazine the magazine's like a local sports illustrated so these days it's a lot more than all and then we have the podcast network i mean it's like the online sports is just doing a lot of things other than you know just traditional sports talk radio like the fan, which they're not even very good at that anymore. They got some talent. I mean, Zach By, you know, as you guys come out here, we, we're spending a lot of time with each other here for like three weeks, you know, standing next to each other, talking, all that kind of stuff. So these guys aren't all bad guys. There's some jerks. But, um, you know, it's the numbers kind of are speaking for themselves as the fans' numbers have just dipped big time. KOA cannot get their act together. And Altitude never really, like, got set off. It's like they were never really set off. So, you know, I feel better about what we do here at Mile High Sports more than I kind of ever have back when we were like just a small radio station trying to kind of compete with bigger radio stations. So, you know, a lot of people hit us, you know, listen to our the podcasted versions of the show, stream the show, watch the show on the it's, it's, so it's we're more than just a big signal. Of course, we want that big signal, but they're a big, you know, uh, 
conglomerate uh, corporate monster is is the fan. So, you know, I've, I've worked at Altitude. Cello and I were there for a long time doing a lot of shows. Here's the list of all the things they I, they I can't talk about, and here's all the things they want me to talk about. You know what kind of list I have here of things I can and can't talk about? No list. Because I run the show. I run the show. I run the show. Alex, I run the up. show. There we go. Sorry. I had to get on the right page. Oh, no, you're like good. You could be on the phone. Down. You could be. No, I'm very sorry about that. Um, always, pay, always pay it off and never feel like I'm mad. I'm kind of just joking when you know I'm waiting for it. But you're really, really good at, at that stuff. So I appreciate that. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get better as well. Uh, oh, got a, got another text here from F. Lewis. He, he's got to know your fit for today. What's, oh, okay. uh, what's the Tuesday fit looking I love, like? I appreciate him. So what I have today is a vintage John Elway shirt in really cool letters. It's got John Elway on it. It's all about John Elway. And it's John... No, that's not D-Ware. Too little. That ain't D-Ware unless he lost 150 pounds. Now, it looks like him. So, um, yeah, I got this. It's blue. I got a black khaki short on under that. It's just kind of hitting just right. The black khaki shirt under the blue Elway shirt. And I just got some gray Air Force Ones on. No hat. I got a haircut yesterday. Uh, I had to go get a new driver's license. So I got a haircut. I did this hair today. I got this fade going kind of tight. It's, you know, it's just right. Um, there, I had it, you know, I'm paying the top dollar now for these haircuts. So I'm just having to touch up a couple little things in the back, a little more rounded back here. Just, you know, I got, I got to get it done the right way. So, um, yeah, it, you know, this is different than wearing like traditional Broncos garb. You're not supposed to wear that kind of stuff. I broke the ice by wearing the Broncos Hawaiian shirt for um, Andrew Mason Day the other day. But uh, other than that, um, yeah, that's about it. So he's got a cozy 101. That's funny. Um, Marilat walks by. It's got to be weird for James Marilat to kind of walk by. Why is that? The, uh, he's the founder of Mile High Sports. Oh, co-founder, right? Yeah, I mean, he's like the creator of Mile High Sports, J- James Merrillite, who's a really good friend and a pretty good dude, who then sold sold Mile High Sports to then become the program director at Altitude. Okay, right? You following me? I am, yes. He's the first program director at Altitude, gets them kind of off. Um, uh, you know, brings Cello and I over for a little... A little cup of tea, had a good run, and then he leaves Altitude to go to the fan. <laughs> I mean, it's like you cannot make this stuff up. So now, you know, it's like, you know, he and he will, he didn't say a bad word about Mile High Sports ever, 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 ever. Yeah, he was, uh, he was in a couple weeks ago or a week yeah, ago. You know, he's still got a little few things going on over there, you know, of course. He's still, you know, part of the, some, some way, shape, or form. But um, he'll dog altitude, man. He will just dog them so hard. Oh, yeah, the Comcast dispute. Yeah, he's all over that. Just whatever. So, yeah, you know, James is a very unique guy in this. You know, he's got a lot of Joe Williams in him. You either kind of hate him or you love him or you love to hate him. Russell Wilson's coming right over here. What are you doing? He's coming right here towards me. Broncos country. That's right. Wow, Russ. Broncos country, let's ride. Wow. This guy is just 
Damn, I should have brought JJ. He could have got one today with Russ right here. He just went to those little boys right there who were just having a catch with us. Mr. Unlimited. Dang. Hey, Russell, what's your motivation? It's being unlimited. Okay. Where were we? What was I talking about? Uh, talking about um, Marilat. In, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mike. How are you, buddy? Good. Mike Rice, man. What a cool dude. Um, okay. Anyways. Position drills, getting that work in. Um, don't know what the pace will be of the day here. I bet you they try to tune it up here today. Go lighter tomorrow and then um, get that working against the Cowboys on Thursday. Walk through Friday and they have a game on Saturday here. Which will, you know, probably be a pretty cheap preseason football game to go uh, check out if you guys are, you know, thinking about it. It's going to be very expensive uh, regular season tickets this year, even if you're trying to just get a couple, no matter where you're, you know, you're going to sit and last minute or you're going to be hunting. It's going to be a lot more expensive. It's going to be probably twice as much all the way across the board as it's been uh, over the last few years. So um, that's why you got to make the most of coming out here. Now the hill's looking pretty full. It's not too hot right now. It felt earlier like it was going to be a little hotter than actually it kind of is right now. And that's it. So come and enjoy it, and let's make the most of this thing here. There's been some criticisms on Russell Wilson, Anillo. There's been some weird criticisms on Russell Wilson that I don't quite understand. And it might just be coming from the same like handful of four or five yeah. or six radio guys like Marilai himself, to be honest with you. Well, there's, but there, it's an interesting dynamic because I, I do want to give a quick shout out to our guy, Zach Seegers, because he was actually tweeting about this last night. And this is by far the most I've ever been at a training camp. I don't understand what these people are seeing, Danny. I've been here. You've been here. I've been watching. It sometimes seems like well, a forced narrative. Do you know what I think? It's is, a forced narrative. I think that. Like, what are we watching here? You know who Practice. Sa- you know who I think said it best? Hmm. Me. Um, oh, yeah. Toot when, that horn. Yeah. When I said that um, s- he's working on things that it takes for a football team to become um, a winning football team, uh, to be, to progress and to do all the little things it takes, um, all the dirty work, all the fine tuning. He's not here to throw the ball down the field every play to get everybody on the hill all excited. Right. Okay. There's certain things we know that Russ can do. Okay. Now we're trying to implement things that his teammates need him Him to be able to do. And that doesn't necessarily translate. And also that's Anilo comes with this, um, new age training camp, right. old age training camps. You, 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 you have your prep like this, you're getting your work in and then we're going to battle. We're just lining up. We're, we're, you know, we're running plays against, and then it's just like big yeah, play, right, big play right. crowd hollering, all that kind of stuff. So as, um, as compared to traditional old school training camps, when there's a lot more opportunities to make those plays, that's the only thing that this 
it, this camp is lacking as opposed to those old day camps right. was that Russell would have you know in an old day camp three or four more times the opportunities to be right. making these plays it's so limited on the on and the seven and sevens and on the eleven stuff I also think let me ask you this because you like to play you know Switzerland when it comes to your your thoughts on the local media who's your go to like who are like the one or two guys you trust the most like the Andrew Mason giving, okay that's that that's really the one that we need to focus on here because Mace is the one he's going to give it to you straight. Right. And Mace has been the one saying that Russ is looking as advertised, you know, making the, the short to intermediate passes to work on that because he knows I he's agree. got the deep ball. And, and I guess what I'm trying to say is there's a lot of noise out there and I don't understand why there's some noise. But at the end of the day, stick to your guns. You do a good job of calling it like it is. Mace is the best at what he does with that, too. I, I mean, there is. Like, now, and, and I'm not know. trying to be a homer either. No, I don't even no. like this team like that. But I mean, to say they've looked anything but fantastic is a lie. Yeah, I just, it's just like, been, has there been moments? The sure. truth is, Anilo, and I know because I've been to 15 or 16 or 17 of these things now, it's just very different than in the past. Definitely. And these guys who have seen the same thing, just like me for all of these years, are used to something different. And camping a more like a little bit more spectacular of a show. Right. And this is not the goal. That's not what which what coach Hackett who is, you know, standing 40 feet away from us here is, is trying to do here. That's right. He, he's actually taking trying to get better. Here. He's trying to, he's taking handoffs because, uh, the two first team, uh, running backs, well, Melvin Gordon and Javante are, you know, obviously lined up next to, uh, Russell and Brett Rippon. So, Coach Hackett's taking handoffs from Josh Johnson here as they're, you know, taking um, shotgun snaps here, which we're not even supposed to say all this kind of stuff. But I'm just painting the picture a little bit here. So, um, man, Coach Hackett's cool. He's 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 the right guy, man. You know, like I had my eye on the other day is some of the assistant coaches. Mm. And, you know, it's just something I don't normally do. Is your Evero and company? Yeah. And I'm just like seeing the guys put the work in, seeing some of the reaction to the players, some of the coaches. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's football, man. It's football. I don't know if it's, you know, old school Shermer or Fangio football. It might be a little more new school than that. But um, I think that's what the NFL has become. I think this is what, you know, I think Coach Hackett's actually because his dad was a great coach, the perfect blend of old school um, to the core, but new age, you know, innovation to uh, a new age athlete and a new age kind of league. So, uh, yeah, see here's Kevin Kistner was he's been dogging oh, um, saying, I don't know anyone's thing, but Russ has not been great, all that kind of stuff. But he's just showed up here. Okay. And he's I haven't seen him look under the field one time. He's trying to talk to all these media guys over here. So I don't know, you know, he has a notebook and all that, but I wouldn't say that he's been really watching Russ to be able to say that Russ, ha Russ hasn't been great or not. Right. That's it. So yeah. take, take it for what it's worth. Take take these guys for, for what they're worth. He's a swell guy. He's a decent dude. You know what I mean? He's like one of these guys who does a lot of behind the scenes stuff for the fan and will never get enough credit mm -hmm. and will never get like a real shot, you know? Uh, but that's it. He's He does some stuff for Woody Page's website too. So um, whatever. Woody Page. Uh, yeah. Okay. So what time is it here? You're way over, brother. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's go to break. My bad. Alex is chomping at the bit. To I'm get sorry, Alex. I can't hear the music. Just turn it up and I'll hear it. Then I'll know. <laughs> oh, I'm Can serious. you hear it now? It's it's up pretty yeah, good. Yeah, no, it's it's just me. Like it's the Skype. It's the it's the, it's the connection. It's nothing about what he's doing or what well, we're doing. I'm it's telling just, it, you're right. And Alex, I'm telling you, like 20 minutes ago, nothing's happening. It's like dead silent. Now it's kind of bumping out here. So um, that's it. Let's go to break. Come back. It's my life sports. Shake, 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 shake,
The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Pointing down. It's going down now. The music is bumping. They got our team stretch on here. It's the official start of, of practice for the day. Uh, 303-831-1340 is the hotline as well as the text line. Uh, appreciate you guys. Thanks for being with us. Lots of ways to get involved with the show here. They're playing some rock and roll right now. Some of the guys are like doing a little headbanging stuff, a little air guitar. Got some Green Day. This is Green Day. Welcome to paradise. I used to hate my stepdad to that one. It was one of the first ones I ever hated my stepdad to. Not even have a stepdad, Zach. That's just crazy about the whole thing. So, uh, you busy? You want to jump on for a sec? Let's do it. People want to hear from you. You said something on Twitter I really liked. Okay. You said something on Twitter that uh, I don't know what you kind of quite meant by it. Maybe I don't know if I even took it right, but that you were, for one, appreciated being out here, didn't take it for granted, and were the happy that you can give like coverage of this team, you know, through your own eyes, not through the eyes of KOA over here, or not through the eyes of like an outlet that is pro Broncos, you know nuts um all that kind of stuff did you mean that and i take that right yeah i and wasn't a unbiased, shot no no it wasn't it was just like it unbiased just, coverage and you knew how cool it was to be out here which you can't think, take this stuff for granted i'll say this i think there's a lot of and it's not a broncos thing i think it's just a uh you can see it in regular non-sports journalism too but people really want to be right and they don't like backing off things uh, when they're kind of proven wrong. A lot of people are narrative peddling, I believe. And uh, I, I think something I'm really proud of is that I've been able to uh, uh, enjoy my work without uh, without doing that. I don't. I think I just say what I see, and I'm sure I'm wrong sometimes. But well, I'm never I'm never playing a game with people. If so you follow my work, I'm giving you what I truly believe. I used to work with these guys right here. Okay, in this yeah. tent. And when I would go to do shows, we'd have a big old thing here. Say this, say this, say this, say this. Don't do this, don't do this, don't say this, don't say this. Try to do some more of this, dude. You know, like, yeah, that that's a job, okay? And that's a, that's just the job. But you know what you're doing and what we do here, we don't we don't have those kind of affiliations. Uh, therefore, we don't have to act a certain way. We don't have to be scared to say certain things. That doesn't make us cooler or more badass than anybody else. Well, maybe it does, but it's just. Um, that's it. You know, we got the right guys. Nate's done a pretty good ch- uh, job of assembling I like our this, this young I like talent. And that's kind of it. It's now the brand of Mile High Sports, including the writing team, the talent, the magazine team, um, and all the online, the power of the online stuff and the, and the podcast. That stuff's hard to beat by just having a radio station, even though they get a lot of listeners. But that's kind of it. You know, their podcast stuff kind of suck. Their websites, you know, no one goes to. It's just, you know, that's it. We do a good job. We're, I, I really like our team. <laughs> our team's great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you be the hype man. Okay, sorry. Give me something else uh, from practice maybe yesterday that you took that, uh, you know, out of and then something today that you're looking for as we kind of gear up here for the Cowboys in a couple of days and Anillo to be all. 
Yeah, uh, I, very excited about life. I think the big thing yesterday was uh, a coin with two sides to it. Um, and that being that the edge rushers dominated yesterday. I thought uh, Malik Reed really uh, uh, whooped up on Calvin Anderson a little bit, which hasn't been the, the case throughout most of the camp. But yesterday it definitely was the case. Um, and then Baron Browning was a uh, man possessed. It was pretty unblockable. Uh, what I loved seeing from Baron Browning yesterday was his run defense. You hear it from uh, you heard it first from Ajiro Evero back around OTAs. Uh, going through this whole position change, the number one thing they have to see from him is what can he do as a run defender? And yesterday he was frankly elite there, putting him in perfect position on setting the edge. Um, it did that a couple times to set a really strong edge. You see the chase down ability to uh, chase down uh, a run from the weak side and um, uh, or from the back side of a play rather and uh, make a tackle in the backfield. He is just... Uh, the flashes have been really promising. We need to see it in more full contact situations, but those are my, my big takeaways from yesterday. First-year head coach, first-year defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator has never really done the job before. Yep. Um, new special teams coach who, you know, I like what he's about, but is there a chance that it takes the staff a quarter of the season, first half of the season, to get themselves acclimated to. I mean, Vic Fangio can never figure out timeouts and clock management, and he's been in the league for 175 years collectively. Him and Shermer and you know Donatel tell tell so so. So, is there? Is, is, and I'm not saying that's true. I actually think I said Hackett's the perfect blend of old school coach, which is dad is you know a ledge, uh, to uh, new school philosophy. Yeah. No. And I. I think it's a good staff and they'll sort it out but not only do I think there's a chance there'll be a learning curve I think there will be a learning curve I think it's I would be a little surprised if they just hit the ground running I think they'll be aided by an easy schedule and so the record um, easy schedule on the front end no Um, doubt the record might might be strong but I'm sure this team's gonna have growing pains because you laid it out. Every coach is in a new position. Um, they don't have experience in prior. And that's not just the head coach and the well, coordinators. A lot of the position coaches I, that applies to, too. I'm a, I'm a believer, and then we'll let you go, that your schedule dictates, helps dictate big time the journey of you going on to have success, a playoff team or not, because there's some teams that, you know, are held down by their schedule, are playing the wrong teams at the right times. I think that the Broncos for who and what they are early in this transition, the first half of that schedule is going to set up for them to have success. So they, so they can then legitimize that and gear up for the second half of this uh, season, which the schedule is much tougher. So it might just set up, Perfectly it really for might. these Broncos. It really, really might. That's what I, I want to believe. Good, I think it's a good place to be right now, and I have to run over for team. Okay, go. Here, see you. Good you, job. Danny. Sure, buddy. Appreciate you. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. What's going on, buddy? Uh, appreciate the interaction, the participation. Everyone's running down there. He's got big time. That's all right. Zach's ditching you. Yeah, but Alex is a good dude, so uh, let's see here. Let's you go to break. Is there music I don't hear? There it is. Ha-ha. <laughs> Yes! Woo! Ow! Still
Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. I'm back. Sorry. 303-831-1340. The hotline. Are we, are we on? It's, I can't hear anybody. It's my fault. I got Russell Wilson right here. Uh, throws the ball nice. I said like the comp on his throws is like it's like he's got a baseball in his hand. And he just throws the football so easily, but he's supposed to have these gigantic hands on him, right? So, man, I don't know. I don't, have, I don't see how anybody can really dog Russell Wilson in any way, shape, or form other than the social media stuff. That stuff, you know, I, I'll listen to somebody on that kind of stuff. But it's just it's, he's different. He's new age. That's what, like, it's about now. And, you know, even Tom Brady, man. Tom's got the brand now. He's got the book. He's got the, um, you know, he's gonna he got a, uh, already a contract for a, a life uh, and a career after playing football to go be back into football. Again, you know, it's uh, for who knows, you know, I don't hold it against Russell Wilson, though. The guy's probably going to be making $250 million here next year. Um, he's famous. Athletes are, are very, very famous. It is like a brand. If you're each one of these media guys here, Anilo, thinks they got their own brand. Their show, their Twitter, their podcast. Oh, man, they're social. They're so good on social media. You should see how good they are. Better. Every one of these guys here standing in front of me, Andy Lindahl is right here. Uh, Jesse's great on the social media stuff. Jesse Trujillo. That's why every team has him working for him. But it's like if if these guys all think that, then why are they going to hold it against Russell Wilson that – He's got a clothing store now, and he's got his logo and brand, and he's he's a you know traveling the world and um, <laughs> seemingly kind of promoting something always, and sometimes it even maybe being himself. I kind of just don't have a problem with it, and I think that Russell's with Sierra, and he's gotten a little, he's taken you know some cues from her management team and all that. It's that's that that's it. You know, it's it, it's that's what it is. That's the reality of it. I don't think if Russell was married to just a regular old, you know, non-famous gal, he would be quite at, you know, the level of what he's been, you know, he's been promoting and, and putting out there about himself. Of course not. You know, right. But also we said, like, <laughs> it's his wife. So, like, you know, one reason why Tom Brady's 45 years old one reason why Tom Brady is still 40, why he's 45 years old, 45 years old and still playing at an elite level. I mean, I don't mean like still playing. He led the league in passing yards last year. Partly is because he has a supermodel wife. Okay. And supermodels are beautiful for like ever. That is their job. Their one job is like, don't let that shizzle crack. You know what I mean? Stay up, keep stay beautiful. And these days, the creams and the this and the that and the laser things and the Botox, you can stay beautiful forever. I mean, these like you know, um, Cindy Crawford's a knockout. Christy Christy Brinkley's like seventy years old. She's an old lady, and I'm like, 
giggity. All right. You know what I mean? So whatever, whatever supermodels do, Anillo, to keep – like if they found a fountain – there might be a, in Brazil a fountain of youth that Giselle has found. But she has given whatever she has and whatever supermodels do to Tom. That's why Tom looks like he's 30, not 45. And that's why he's been able to have this incredible, unreal, unbelievable career that we won't even – it's unfathomable. It's without fathom. We won't even be able to wrap our heads around this kind of stuff. Once he's gone, we're going to be like, how did that happen? How did this guy play till this age and at this level for so long? I think he owes – a lot of this to his wife, his supermodel wife. I'm dead serious. I believe that to be true. So you know, we don't, <laughs> we don't, we, we don't hold that kind of stuff against Tom Brady. But also, Tom Brady's like the greatest football player ever. Might be, you know, your response to that. Just don't hate on Russ. Don't hate on Russ. You are a hater. You know, I mean, it's like Elway's our guy, man. He's Denver. John Elway's just that's what he's all about. And Peyton Manning is like the ultimate professional, man. He's a pro's pro. Uh, Russell's a little bit new school. I think he's a throwback to who his preparation, the way he plays, and he knows the history of the game. You know, you can hear him. You t- you t- he talks about it. Um, but I just don't get the criticisms on Russell Wilson. He's done nothing but be spectacular here. Do you know why I think there's a few little knocks on him, to be honest with you, Anilo? We're not supposed to kind of have this kind of stuff. And just, you know, if there's one thing that we don't really like to talk about on this show, never call the show with your politics, your religion, your fantasy football team, or your kids. We don't want to hear about any of that stuff, right? But I think that there's a little bit of old school, he's a black guy quarterback stuff that's still lingering on in the world and in the world is Denver, Colorado and Broncos country you know I think there's a little sliver of that kind of not hatred towards like a black guy can't play quarterback but the hatred towards like it's not the white traditional quarterback I've always seen. I think we've moved on from that kind of stuff. Big picture in the world. We've progressed to, you know, past that kind of stuff. But <laughs> again, there's, I don't want to say, but there's still a lot of Trump supporters out there. I don't want to say that because that's just going to paint a horrible picture for me. And even guys who really like me, like F. Lewis, you know, might not care for that kind of talk. But there's just a fueling of some kind of, you know, messages and things like that that correlate and correspond with, I think, some people hating on Russell Wilson for one reason or another because he's not John Elway, not Peyton Manning, and maybe doesn't look like those guys as well. I think that's faint. I think it's that the, the, those guys are old, old racists who are going to be dead soon. <laughs> They're dying off. They're going to be old dead guys. Okay? I believe that. But... I just don't understand any other criticism or hate on this guy other than if it's not coming from some kind of bad place. And that's it. I don't know if anyone else has said that yet. I don't know if anyone else kind of believes that. But, like, 
I also don't understand why someone would not be not just thrilled to have him, but also <laughs> rushing to judgment and acting like this guy is bad for the team or something like that. There are those people out there. Do you know, I think there's still people out there who'd rather have Drew Locke than Russell Wilson. I believe there's people out there like that. Anil Opera, what do you think? Do you believe that kind of, that kind of stuff? No, I don't think that's true. I, I think everybody was ready to move on from Drew Locke, honestly. Mm, I think you have a lot of common sense, and you don't live in a world I mean, where I, you can I think, uh, bring yourself to think what, like that, that that type of person would think. What's that Crypto.com commercial like with like the founding fathers, and they're like, everybody gets a vote, even the stupid ones? Like that's like If, if you think like that, you're just like, I, I'm not. You're stupid. Like anybody that would want Drew Locke over Russell Wilson is stupid. Yeah, and like I don't like call people. Like, I don't call no, people no, out on my confrontation. Stupid. That's idiotic. They're, well, they're not. Well, okay, I, I'm not going to say they're not stupid. They are stupid, but it's not just stupid. It's like yeah, racist or something. Yeah, I is mean, I, I don't know. I was actually on Twitter. And this is not has. Like, it seems like a lot of people are going after his age too. About like, oh, he wasn't that good the last couple of years. Bull. Oh, blah blah blah. But it's like, I mean, look at one Rogers. year, one year, yeah, exactly. Like, look at Rogers. Look at Brady. And I know Brady's the exception. Look at Stafford, thirty-four years old, won the Super Bowl last year. You know, I mean, I think Russ, thirty-four, or turning thirty-four, whatever it is. I mean, that's not going to make his age. Like, I'm not worried about that either. Again, if you're taking this as like, uh, you know, he said 10 to 12 years. Russell Wilson wants to play 10 to 12. If you're taking this as like 10 more years of Russell Wilson, and if you don't get that, we can, you're let down by that, then I guess that's one way to look at it. But this is a four to five year proposition, just like Peyton to me. And then we'll reevaluate. And I'm not saying he could just play for four or five. I just think at that point, then we'll reevaluate. I think it's fair. Yeah, you're going to have different windows just based on you know, length and how he performs for the next couple yeah. of years and age and everything, you know, how you could build around him with everything and all that kind of jazz, you know, yeah, for sure. Okay. You like jazz <laughs> trying to get you, get, you getting jazzy. With you like here? jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to break. 303-831-1340. The hotline is what see Orlando Franklin loses this weight. Now he thinks he could dress like anything. These guys. You are like, uh, yeah, yeah, you're something else. Really? You know it's that? just like, wow, that's something. The most 303-831-1340. I prefer, damn, Daniel. Damn. Back at it again with the white bands. <laughs> oh, So just leave us to our own devices and we'll leave you alone. I'll be there when your heart's up. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams, weekday mornings at 9. Can't believe whatever I'm saying. You know who this artist Oh, you weren't listening. Sorry. Little Travis Scott. Okay. Kelly's boyfriend? Hubby, baby daddy. Really? Not hubby, baby daddy. Yeah, baby, as close to a hubby as you can get in that realm of <laughs> popularity. Did you hear about Kim and Pete? His name is not Pete. It's I'm sorry, Skeet. Skeet. Did you hear about Kim and Skeet? Yes. My buddy also just texted me that apparently Skeet got down on one knee and proposed to Kimberly. No way. Yeah, it's not public knowledge. Not that he would know. I don't know, man. He was trying to have a baby I'm with de- her. I'm definitely team yay. One, that's I my think boy. that they're going to get back. Uh, 100%. I mean, what's the line he has in Heartless, you know? 
wait a couple months and you're going to see you never find anybody better than me. Dang. I mean, Kanye's he's the GOAT. I, I mean, I don't know what Kimberly's doing. She needs to find God. <laughs> uh, I don't know, she's man. She's got four kids. I mean. Yeah, you know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> She's got a fucking. <laughs> he embarrasses. I don't. I don't know. But you know what you're he getting puts, into. He the puts man is all on a their, different frequency. He puts all their business on blast for but everybody you, to kind of see. But here, here's what I'll tell you, Danny. Do you think that she didn't know how crazy this man was when she signed up for this? You uh, knew it was yeah. well documented that this man was absolutely crazy, insane. I think that actually it's different. I think that the Kardashian family completely revived his total career because they're all about brands. I think I that they know. helped him get she, the uh, Adidas deal going. No, I actually. I mean, disagree he was borrowing money from Jay Z. I before, disagree. Look at how, look at how. Come Kim, on, now he's worth nine no, million. No, but but look at what Kim. Maybe they helped with the business, but look at what Kim looked like before she met Kanye. Kanye brought Kim nah, to the mod. Okay, now Kanye, she dresses different, but yeah, she was still no, one of the most beautiful Kanye women in the world. Yeah, she was, but Kanye fortified that. Hey, Sierra, Kanye not started here her yet. Sierra's yet. not here today. Yeah, that's true. She's not here yet. I'm kind of disappointed hiding. now. Now she's she's gonna break her streak. Well, that's why the kids were here with all those extra helpers, the babysitters. Mm. She was like, "Can you just take these kids today and get them out of here? Let me sleep in for a day." Yeah, mm. for somebody who's like an international superstar, I'm surprised that she was uh, here every day. Yeah, you know, isn't she busy? Uh She's more of a personality now. She's not like a hit maker anymore. I think she's more of like a celebrity personality. She found God. Yeah, she found God, I guess, right? You know, I mean, she used to be hanging out with Future. That's yeah. not the case. I mean, you know, going from – she went from Future to an absolute man of God in Russell Wilson. I mean, you want to talk about a high-character individual. Like, that's, that's a role model. How old is JJ? Eight? Nine? Nine? Yeah. I mean, you know, tell JJ, hey, you know, Russell Wilson's someone you want to look up to. You know, I mean, she went from, you know, somebody that you wouldn't tell your kid that with future. And now, she, you know, man of God and in Russ. Got to love that. Yeah. <laughs> I like the way you're putting this. I'm glad I brought this up with you today. Oh, I, I'm here for the for the, the relationship takes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. P and Cam. I knew that wouldn't last, but he's a, he's a savage, though. I mean, look Who's at his skeet. Oh, my God. Uh, Ariana Grande. Yeah. Um, I, Kate Beckinsale. I'm just Kim. mad that it was Kimberly. Like, honestly, the man is a dog. It's like, it's just the fact that he went there with my favorite artist. You know, like, it's the part that I can't get down with. But I mean, yeah. I mean, no, honestly, no. Like, the man is also part of the reason why Mac Miller's dead. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, you I know, don't believe that. What do you mean? Stuff. Mac Miller and Ariana don't Grande? Believe that no. Stuff. Mac Miller and Ariana Grande breaking up is what sent that man into a downward spiral. Uh, yeah. And he was like flexing on Mac Miller. And Mac Miller was like one of the kindest souls that have ever touched this earth. I agree Pete with doesn't that. Care. Why Pete are you blaming? Aren't you blaming Ariana? Well, I, oh, and it 100% Ariana as well. But Skeet was the one who, you know, drove the. the I don't know if that's true. I don't want to believe that. I don't want to believe that that's true. I think it's a dude. The way that Mac Miller became heartbroken after they broke up. You know, Mac Miller was like seen. about to break out, like how Jack Harlow is kind of now. Mac yeah. Miller, no matter even if you think of him as great, 
having greatness already. It was about um, he was really about to, you know, the KS one oh seven five mainstream breakout. Definitely. And the weird thing with Mac Miller and Alex can relate to this being that we're a similar age is he had a very strong underground following for a long, long time. That's what like I'm for five or like that's the thing is like he was what twenty six years old when he passed away, but I had known who Mac Miller was for at least eight years. You know, when you go back to his old mixtapes, kids, some of the other things that he'd done in the past, obviously Donald Trump, amongst but you know, uh, among some of the other projects, like. He, he was just reaching mainstream stardom, I felt like. People stopped looking at him as a kid and started taking him serious as an artist, you know, within the last year of him passing away, which was so unfortunate. I don't know. Stinks. I'm with you. What do you got coming up on your show today? Baseball, baby. Uh, now, we'll do a little training camp conversation. We'll talk a little baseball. <laughs> You're funny. Well, I can't bet anything right now. I don't like the slates lately. Go first inning draws, bro. Yeah. I don't know. What else what should I talk about? Uh, you talk about the transition of ownership. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. You got to talk about Nathan McKinnon wanting to become the highest paid player Nathan in the NHL. McKinnon. We um, mentioned Roquan Smith, who asked for a trade. See if we could fit him here into Denver's plans. Uh, that's about it. Then we just had some fun today. Yeah. Tomorrow's the last kind of r- official day. Well, when Thursday is technically, but through to the Cowboys will be here, so it's not going to be really a training them camp Cowboys? practice. It's going to be, um, you know, practice with the Cowboys. So tomorrow will be the last one of these that will feel like this and look like this. And Nilo, how was it for the last couple of weeks? It's been it's fun, been fun, it's been, been fun hanging out it's with been you. A, it's been a wild ride, huh? Yeah, you're a fun guy. Fun guy. I'm a fun guy. Oh, do we have that one? I'm a fun guy. We do. Uh, let me find it. And then if we have any uh, Pick like one or two texts that you like I'm a fun guy That uh, you think is worth having And then uh, read those for us Please aloud to the world Okay yeah we actually got uh, the text line Filled up today Um, This was from Alo from the bottom of the hour He was talking about the Cowboys Broncos game Uh, He said it's it's literally the most Expensive preseason game in the NFL This season Dang, I just sniped some tickets for I got a pair for fifty bucks. I'm feeling pretty good now. A pair for fifty? Like yeah. twenty five each? Yeah. Good work. Dang, maybe I gotta flip them now. I'm seeing forty nine each. Now I think you should go out and enjoy it. Because that's yeah, how good they're, you they're know. up top though, but it's a solid little shout out to Josh. Nice. And we also got some major opinions on skeet skeet. <laughs> Let's hear it. What they say about um, so uh, Dirty Mike chimes in. He says Skeet also dated Larry David's daughter. I've heard he has a uh, a Cute. massive massive yeah. one from yeah. Dirty Mike and the boys. BDE. Yeah, that's that's the word on the street. I'm too. sure he does. Honestly, dude. Like, I mean, you can't be doing what he does and be a home wrecker if you don't. He's not a home wrecker. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. You're dogging him. He's a great talent, dude. I mean, you. I don't know, dude. I'm more <laughs> mad at Kimberly. Wow. I don't think you understand, dude. Yeah, he's my boy. I guess my, so. I didn't guy. know you guys had those kind of. I will defend him. I'm one of them. And wow. Then, you're, um, one more you're, from Knight. You're watching. Wow. He said, uh, what's impressive about Skeet is that he isn't funny whatsoever and still got these women. <laughs> he's funny for just being him. He's like dumb funny. Have you seen the. Con- the, the he's con- perfect for SNL. Did you see the conspiracy that was going around with Skeet? Well, of course I did. But why don't you tell the listeners about it, Anilo? Like, so. It's unfortunate, but apparently his father passed away in 9-11. Yes. And people were saying that he was dating Kimberly to try to get inside the Illuminati to get the inside information about everything going on. And that he was making a play for, you know, he's going to learn from Ariana. He's got to go through all the high society hula hoops to figure out, you know, the common man's 
to figure out who did this yeah, to his who dad. Did it. Yeah, that's the that was the rumor. That's on like Reddit. sounds really kind of dark. Interesting. Isn't it? I know. Oh, you want a dark and ominous? I'll let you find oh, out. Oh, you want dark and ominous? Yes, good one. How many drops do you have? Endless. It's man. It's producing 12, your show must be like 12, five, five pages worth. It's twelve Jeez. years worth of show. That's not even all the like the. Have you heard my Kamara stuff and my Javante stuff that's in the com, you know the other computer? We can go for days on that kind of stuff. I'm a legend, Illo. Eh, legend might be strong. Folk hero. Okay. Uh, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Um, it's been a good one here. The camp's been great. It's been a good ride, would you say? It's been a fun ride. A wild ride? Bull fam. Let's ride. Bull fam. Let's ride. Let's ride, Bull fam. Bull fam. Bull fam. Let's ride. Mike Dub. Mike Dub. Let's ride. Let's ride. Bull fam. Let's ride. Bull fam. Let's ride, baby. So, Anilla will be up here. That's the end of the show with Andrew, right? With Detma. Alex, we'll see you tomorrow, bro, Chach. You should try to find a way to get out here. You can get you out here on your show. Don't no no tomorrow. Like after the show, he comes oh. down here. Tell Nate I can get you in on a one day little sticker pass here tomorrow. Like, yeah, I'd love to come out for one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like see what I can do for you. Don't even bring it up tonight because it'd be like, oh well, you see, technically it's gonna take two or three days. By then, camp will be over. Don't even mention it. So then, if you know, you won't get in trouble. Blame it all on me. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, right. uh, I'm down. Yeah. All right, good stuff. Appreciate you, Alex. Anilo and Andrew are next. Uh, shout out to Coyote Motorsports. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. These guys are the best. 50th and I-25, iconic in what they do. Quite frankly, nobody does it better. Um, also, do you know what? Let's go. Hang it. You get, they made, who's 32 who left me hanging here? Damn, that was bad, dude. 32, that was me. honestly embarrassing. Oh, he's a uh, fifth round. He's a rookie. He didn't know wow, about Danny. me. He's Delarian he's Turner Yelt. That was embarrassing. That was bad. Dude. Nobody got that on camera, did they? I wish I did. I'd be tweeting that out in the heart. Nick, can you delete that forever? If you got the him leaving me hanging there. Okay, let's go to break. Uh, appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Bye. See, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. the wrong way, I might murk it. Flee in the G450, I might surface. Political refugee asylum can be purchased. Uh.